0: another episode of a ghost in the magazine i'm steph and i'm Elle, and we're starting season three babies this is 31 days of horror where we get crazy and we watch a ton of movies a different movie every day in october and then we talk about it this episode's a little shorter than what the rest will be because week one of october consists of three days where we watched the void the stuff and glorious we're only doing shutter movies and there was an adventure
1: so we're going to start out these 31 Days episodes by ranking it, and each episode will have a showrunner that will rank it and then discuss that ranking. So this is my responsibility here, and my ranking is The Void at number three, The Stuff at number two, and Glorious at number one. And I will
0: say I liked all three movies. <laughs> okay, so on previous 31 Days of Horror episodes, we would both rank them. And then we would just take turns with whoever's ranking was the winner. So we're doing things a little bit differently. But in this case, I definitely would agree with the ranking. I cannot say that I liked all the movies. Okay, I didn't have a bad time watching these, but I would not watch any of these again. I watched no. some of them twice
1: because I watched some of them a while ago. When I heard that we were going to do Shutter for 31 Days, I got it like early September and started watching through stuff that I wanted to see. We're a little past halfway through September at the point where we're recording this and so I rewatched The Void and I had watched the stuff actually on Tubi like July and then I rewatched it for the episode. Glorious was my first and only time through.
0: I pitched Glorious because I saw a video about it on TikTok and I sent it to Elle and I was like, oh, we're doing this but I'm not going to say anything else about it until we get there. So we're going to
1: start with The Void and I thought it was a really solid cosmic horror film I watched a few last year during 31 Days that did not quite have the plot to pull them together. The end was rough for me, though. Listen,
0: as a woman with severe ADHD, you know I suffer a lot through some of the movies that we've covered, and this definitely was one I was not here for the plot. I'm gonna be super honest. I couldn't stay into the movie, but I'll tell you where they got me. Any movie that gives an apocalyptic vibe, they were secluded in this hospital, there's a weird triangle cult out and there's fucking monsters mm-hmm. inside the hospital. Anything that pairs that sensation of dread with pregnancy, it's got me. I'm scared. I'm afraid. And the practical effects were so good. So unbelievably good. But I feel like I could say that about all of these movies. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like These
1: movies, in my opinion, were a cut above. And I say that remembering Bad Moon. Remembering <laughs> the one Lovecraftian one we watched last year. It was not the Nick Cage one, it
0: was the other one. No, I know exactly what you're talking about, and the title of it escapes me, but The Color Out of Space was out of this world. That's like top. I mean, The Color Out of Space for me, (laughs) again,
1: we had some plot and storytelling issues. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it was a solid movie, and that's the same with this one. I also love Evan Stern, who plays a tweaker guy in this. He also is in a Canadian show called Letter Kenny, and I love that show, so he's also very funny on TikTok.
0: Oh, I literally don't know him. People keep suggesting Letterkenny to me, but I have a hard time committing to new shows, so I have a list that's backed up. He does a really good job, I think, in his character. He has this ability to
1: sell these really crazy characters. uh, Unpredictableness to him. It works really well for this character. I was very confused the first time I watched through about Mm. the father-son, the two
0: hunters. When I
1: watched through the second time, I realized those were the white guys at the beginning, so
0: (laughs) I didn't realize that the first time through. Okay, I definitely think this is a movie that you probably have to watch twice. Also I was. Stoned. I think that's a prerequisite for me every 31 days because we do this for the podcast, but like we genuinely enjoy horror movies. So I'm going to put myself in an optimal position to enjoy these movies. The stoned mind loves practical effects. They were juicy.
1: The buzzed on coffee mind loves them too. I (laughs) absolutely love the practical effects in this. There was a surrealness to the way that everything was set up. There was like another world underneath. our world infected by whatever was in that portal, right? So, yeah. my question is, Allison, the cop's ex-wife, she yeah. dies after being turned into a horror in this world, but she is alive and terrified, living in some alternate version of the hospital at the end, and then they go out. You can see they're in a completely different world. Does that mean that everyone that dies that's been touched by this corruption exists on the other side? Did the doctor get his daughter? That's what I want to know. He did all of this horrible shit. Did he get his daughter in the end because I need to know I
0: don't think so dude I know I was so lost you just said that and it was like another piece clicked into my mind I totally forgot about the doctor mm-hmm. and like that's the reason for all of this horrible shit but I don't know I almost feel like know.
1: this should have been a mini series
0: because there was a lot yeah. of
1: good shit that they had going on but it was just too much to shove into the play time for this and like yeah. the cultists were cool and that's very how Lovecraftian horror works you get the cult that bring the horror into this dimension and you had the doctor that was the catalyst and there's just like so much that could have been done here Mm -hmm. and instead we shoved it into this small movie and I think that it worked for what it was. I enjoyed myself. I really liked this movie but I was the one who brought it to 31 Days as well. So
0: (laughs) I had a good time. I thought the monster thing was scary. We've talked about Lovecraftian shit before. I get really geeked out about it. The story just wasn't 100% for me, but that didn't really matter. I like the practical effects.
1: I also like it with the politeness of Canadian cinema, you know they're taking good old bed pissing Lovecraft and turning it on his head again you know, so I love that. I mean there could have been more diversity in the cast but <laughs> a bunch of whites <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a bunch of whites eh? But I mean it is Canada. <laughs> there are brown people in Canada. Okay, we talked about this when we did yes, um, I know. when we popped in briefly for <laughs> Conjuring the Beyond. It was mm, a lower budget indie movie with like minimal Setting, minimal cast, and it was so diverse especially in horror maybe because it's my fucking favorite let's do a little bit better there that's why we do Black History Month to make sure everyone knows and to be fair what we're talking about you know Conjuring the Beyond
1: is Pacific Northwest production Pacific Northwest is famously very white but
0: yeah, I Canada.
1: a lot of good horror <laughs> movies are coming out of Canada right now and this is among them in my opinion like Wolfcock Canadian oh yeah
0: we can't shit on Wolfcock also I just want to slide in before we move on this concept of like it could have been a miniseries it's something that we talked about recently because i'm going to talk about it when there's a great story i feel like filmmakers don't be afraid to pitch a miniseries horror junkies will watch it oh yeah they just 100%. will and i said i can't commit to shows that's because they're long like i prefer my anime in one season i can't do these like You're super do one piece that has like oh fuck no i'm just <laughs> specifically told someone who asked me about anime the other day, I said, I'm gonna be honest, I can't do like 1000 plus. No, <laughs> someone broke down how many hours it would take to watch one piece. Only breaks down to like, I don't know, a couple of days, but I'm not spending a couple of days watching it one anime. I'm living. Sorry, One Piece. (laughs) No, miss me with that. I started an anime that was two seasons. I only watched the first one. I'm not going back (laughs) for the second season. There's a reason why I only make it halfway through Supernatural every time before I start over, okay? I'm doing my best.
1: Well, that's also because the writing goes way downhill, but we don't have to talk about that. (laughs) Not on this
0: episode. (laughs) Okay,
1: so the next movie in our list is The Stuff, which is from a different time period than the other two. This is from 1985.
0: Yeah, it is. It's like evil marshmallow fluff. hmm Okay, but like, this movie starts off fucking ridiculous. Who walks around at night and goes, wow, look at this white shit. Let me put it in my mouth. Oh, it's delicious. Let's package and sell it. The premise is ridiculous, but
1: what this movie does, especially for its time period, like it's actually a very smart movie. It's very critical of American consumer culture, and it's during that 80s boom era. We are feeling the fallouts of that today. Nightmare in stage capitalism that we live in today is because mm-hmm. of this boom era that was massively driven by consumer culture what I saw in the 90s as a 90s kid was a lot of people criticizing television culture and the dead-eyed zombies watching tv but this took it another step further literally you're eating it
0: which you know what's funny is like this is a trend a consistent trend like literally there was just this pink sauce being sold on tiktok like spotulism sauce yeah yeah, it just came out of nowhere allegedly it just came out of nowhere and then all of a sudden everyone was obsessed with it and then all of a sudden there were all of these issues and I'm just like all of this happened so quickly and that is Mm -hmm. a lot like this movie trying to warn us of things but there was a very smart little boy in this movie who's like this shit's bad for you stop don't eat it my Mm -hmm. biggest issue with this stuff okay do not judge me does it have to be refrigerated or no? Because there were some <laughs> in the refrigerated section, there was a bunch of people's refrigerators, and then there was shit just piled up everywhere. Does it mm-hmm. have to be refrigerated?
1: Maybe it just, like, affects the texture, and sometimes you like the refrigerated kind, sometimes you like the non-refrigerated kind. That just
0: not is- me... Oh, nauseous.
1: Yeah, they weren't big on food safety protocol in this, but I mean, you wouldn't really expect them to be given the no. situation. I think that the consumer advocate, it's funny, I thought he was Ralph Nader and Foghorn Leghorn together, but then that lady said, have you talked to Ralph Nader about this? And he's like, no, Ralph won't talk to me. And it's like, oh, shit. Okay, they had this, the Ralph Naders on too. This
0: guy, I didn't like him, it was so obnoxious. And he's one of those guys who thinks he's way more fucking charming than he actually is. And I'm like, <laughs> you're not. But he
1: fucks. But he fucks somehow.
0: Yeah, but like, that's not really a question. Because you know what I was thinking? I was thinking of the guy from Prince of Darkness, Hot Mustache Ride. Honest. Hot Mustache Ride. He leaving Hot Mustache Ride. Because I'm like, how is he going to meet this woman? This woman who has a career. She's a smart lady. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's very influential and she's like hey no sister he's not given anything there's the well, vessel."
1: hot mustache ride had something that we just didn't understand too so maybe it's just we don't understand what most ladies want we don't we are
0: not the average lady but i will tell you <laughs> not like other girls <laughs> I once on a dating app swiped on a man because he had the whole facial Hot mustache, hair. right, yeah, but he had a beard, but then there was a picture of him at Halloween dressed as a firefighter, and he only had the mustache, and I swiped, and I said, I only swiped for the mustache. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to think if I was a man, I would put every ounce of like anger (laughs) for anything into growing a mustache, only a mustache.
1: (laughs) If I was a man, I would do everything I do now, but with so much more audacity, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, because we can get away. Well, you know, I would be a black man. So I don't
1: know. You'd be a a little careful. Yeah.
0: Speaking of black man, there's one in this movie. (laughs) Fucking chocolate chip Charlie. His name is chocolate chip Charlie. And he does mention getting thrown out on his beautiful black ass and that was when I fell in love with Chocolate Chip Charlie. You tell him Charlie. They tried to take advantage of him and they got him in the end. Um, did Chocolate this, Chip Charlie dirty? This movie had tremendous practical effects, okay? Mm. And that's honestly, like, really did a dozer with Chocolate Chip Charlie here. He got infected by the stuff. He infiltrated the squad of main people trying to stop this. And there's this scene. So first of All when people are infected by the stuff they like turn squishy so you could like punch holes in their bodies and this Mm -hmm. stuff oozes out tremendous Mm -hmm. i love that shit so chocolate chip charlie fucking explodes and the stuff is oozing out of him there's this scene that literally just now made me itch forever because there's like weird holes in his mouth and the stuff is oozing out and it's gross, man. It was really sad. I, I was oh,
1: heartbroken my- in that moment because he was my favorite character because I didn't like Foghorn Leghorn. So,
0: no, no, I love Chocolate Chip Charlie. I, I don't think he was intended to be like as great of a character as he was. I feel like, you know, they just threw him, but this is what diversity gets you, friends. Mm-hmm. It gets you a Chocolate Chip Charlie. And he stole the show for me, him and the little boy, honestly. The little, little boy had
1: Children of the Corn vibes to me.
0: Yeah, his older yeah. brother, too. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like they had to be related. IRL. I feel like they had to be, because they had the same like piercing, murder kid eyes. Yep. So you have beautiful eyes. When you were a child, did your eyes look murdery? I I don't know, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
1: I heard on TikTok that all blue-eyed people have murder stares, so there's
0: that. His eyes were scary, but he was a good little actor. I love his audacity, because he was just punting these fucking things out of people's hands. He ate shaving cream to fool Mm -hmm. his parents so he could escape and then throw up in that man's car it was great it was wonderful phenomenal I had a great time watching this stuff that fucking general (gasps) um... oh let's talk about him because i forgot about him okay i didn't mean to shriek into the microphone but honestly he's the epitome of every horrible man that i've ever met in my life he's telling this woman why can't you make me look great and then has the nerve to tell chocolate chip charlie he's not gonna put a colored man on the air even though he has some important shit to say fuck you yes unless he
1: spread the communist agenda and i'm like bitch i will spread the communist agenda up your ass
0: But that's why you look bad because you're actually a piece of shit. Sorry, Mm -hmm. not sorry. Oh, he was obnoxious. Oh, I bet he was like supposed to
1: be my age. I really do think that what ages you is being a fucking horrible human (laughs) being.
0: Literally, it causes wrinkles, bitch. It does, dude. I think we're
1: about done with this stuff, though. Yeah.
0: Haunted marshmallow fluff. I wouldn't eat it.
1: I am highly suspicious of, uh, you know, diet products, and this was marketed as calorie-free. I fucking know better. I lived through the 90s, through the fat-free craze. That stuff made you fatter because it was loaded with sugar. I would be immediately suspicious, but I guess this was an 85, so they didn't have that. But
0: I just, no, I just feel like no dessert is a health food like oh we're dieting eating spoonfuls of the shit but yet nobody knows what's in it don't lie
1: to me also as an allergy haver it would be a hard no for me too but
0: I mean this was the me me
1: me 80s so you know whatever they probably just did coke on the side so (laughs) our next movie is glorious and this was our top movie (laughs) I think the reason it's probably the same for Steph I did not (laughs) expect to go the way that it went
0: the way this movie turned around I love a good twist I love a movie that just like flips your expectations. This movie so good. You know, I lied. I would watch this again. Yeah,
1: I would watch all three of these again. So I don't have a problem with any of them. This one, what I like. Is a lot of times we get cardboard characters We don't have any feeling for them And it's plot driven That's This is not it This has a good plot and good characters The other way that we usually typically get characters Especially in movies like these Is we will feel sorry for them progressively And connect through that shared trauma This is the exact opposite It starts mm. you off being very sympathetic for this man He's just heartbroken And like anyone can relate to that You think he's been dumb. Yeah, you do And it slowly revealed that he is a a terrible person and also a serial killer
0: yeah and we're like inherently a fan of that shit because you think about our like ultimate dude list that okay mm-hmm. and with that he goes after that guy mm-hmm. and that, that is literally this i love that
1: yeah it really is because also they call him gap right so yeah. at the end that line when wes who's the main character, the serial killer, he says, I'm a hero, I'm gonna be remembered. And Gat's like, no, no, neither of us are gonna be remembered. We're not heroes, we're killers. Even though Gat talked him into it saying, oh, you can live with part of your liver, which that's the other twist. Of course you can't live with part of your liver if you cut it out yourself and then you crawl out onto a lawn to die. Okay,
0: first of all, this is Jason Stackhouse. He's the same guy who plays Jason Stackhouse in True Blood. Oh, I don't know. Brother. I only ever watched the first season, but like, he's not- likable guy. I don't know if he grows to be likable. So in my brain, he's typecast. Mm. but I was like wow they put in work to make you feel bad for this guy mm-hmm. like immediately it doesn't give you all that much and Mm-mm. so you're like putting these pieces together with information from other movies that you've seen before and you're like oh she won't talk to him because he fucked up mm-hmm. their relationship and he just wants her back and for me normally I'm like oh he must have done something like he must have done something bad he probably cheated on her whatever I'm always yeah. on the woman's side but like he broke his phone and he's in this desperate situation and I genuinely cared about his well-being. Ew. <laughs> I knew this going into the movie that this thing was a glory hole. So I was just waiting to see how first of all, I love that he keeps trying to look at it. And the thing is like, don't fucking look at me. It will destroy you or rip you apart. And he is not listening. That's literally the first time where I'm like, why are you so intent on looking at this thing you know is a monster in this bathroom stall? Then when a guy comes to the site, the things like don't involve him there will be dire repercussions, and he Mm -hmm. does it anyway. Are you a good person? Then he acts horrified by it, but
1: he's the one who made the choice. He was warned. He knew that it was something that was beyond his comprehension and ability. Obviously for him to overwhelm, two men aren't going to be able to overwhelm it then.
0: And like, he got glimpses of it, first of all. The view of it that you can see underneath the stall looks like a giant glowing ball sack, first of all. I don't want to see the rest (laughs) of it. I don't want to see the rest (laughs) of it, but I I love it i love that there's a lot of humor in this movie Mm -hmm. first of all the most unbelievable part of this movie is not even that there is a glory hole god in this abandoned bathroom it's that he tried to shimmy up a fucking air shaft in socks there's no way
1: and then it pulled some (laughs) like fucking doctor who shit and he ends right back up in the same thing of course yes
0: of course and They do an Austin Powers gag with the perpetual pee-pee where he's peeing and the god keeps trying to talk to him and he's like, oh, sorry, I got more. And he keeps getting cut off by the stream of pee. I feel like Jay would appreciate that considering Austin Powers this is his comfort movie. I didn't know that. That's, that's yes. sweet. <laughs> but the other scene that really, really, I was laughing so hard. I know it's horrific. But when this guy who intruded got killed There is this wonderful scene where it's fucking raining blood to classical music. And the guy's (laughs) just sitting there getting rained on.
1: I thought you were going to go for a different scene. And the scene that got me laughing my ass off is when he finally talks him into doing it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then he puts his dick in the glory hole because that's what a glory hole's for. And what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's like, "Hell no. Nah. Do you think I want your
0: puny human penis?" He said, "You really thought your genitals were going to save the world because I feel like that's what men be thinking they're yes. doing." It's beautiful. And once
1: he realizes it's part of an internal organ he needs, he's like, no, fuck this. I'm not doing this. And then he erases the woman from his mind and says, you can't see her unless you do this for me. But he just goes through this thing where you realize what a sociopath he is. He is literally willing to let all of existence go rather than sacrifice himself. Everything's done so well in this movie. I thought we were doing like Lammageddon, honestly, when we were like glory hole- Uh, Old God, I'm for
0: it. But it's so surprisingly good. When the ick of who this man really is sets in, it feels so bad. (laughs) It feels so bad. You're like, oh, fuck off. You're out here killing women. And like, you have the nerve to be like oh just let me see her one more time yeah. ew. ew she's your victim my guy mm-hmm. you don't deserve to see and her he ever he still
1: has that picture he's carrying with him
0: oh yeah that's the worst part he's such a sociopath and again the
1: way that they reveal it bit by bit in a way that you feel icky for sympathizing with him in mm-hmm. the beginning it's just yep. like such a well-done movie mm-hmm. what i was expecting it all like i didn't think i was coming into this one <laughs> Gonna think. I thought I was just gonna laugh.
0: Yes, for sure. Oh, but it was, it's such a good time. And then, like, there is a scene where you do get to see a little bit more of him because he peeks through the glory hole and it's an overwhelming experience. I like it a lot. I'm going to say that's CG, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. But so good.
1: I How think there was know? a good mix of CG and practical in this based mm-hmm. on what I saw because there's the eyeball on the floor and mm-hmm. the gore that were really the leg. Well done. Yeah. The and leg. I, I appreciate when you're going to end a whole man that you have a, an amount of blood that seems relatively... I'm, oh, like, you're talking about Constantine I'm talking about Constantine Girl. Which I am so excited
0: for The next one, but Oh, we will be geeking the fuck out Whenever that comes out We're just waiting for you, Daddy Reeves
1: Yeah, this one's gonna be hard to beat This is my train to Busan so far Like the one that I watched the first week And I just love, so it's gonna be hard to beat Throughout the I'm gonna tell 31 you 31 days so. I'm
0: gonna tell you right now That something is gonna top this I'm gonna tell you right now Our last week of movies is tremendous and I definitely think something somewhere along the line is going to beat this movie.
1: I am excited because the last couple of years we have had some dog chip movies (laughs) that Uh their way.
0: (laughs) Honestly but we took time and care and it was a collaborative effort to put this list of movies together and we're really excited but like we're not going to share them here. We're not going to tell you what the next movies are. If you want to know ahead of time then you'll have to peep us on socials. So if you want to find
1: out more about what we're doing this month, always go to our website, ghostinthemagazine.site, and that will give you links to all of our socials. We'll definitely put something up on Twitter.
0: Oh, we've got a lot more movies next episodes, so stay tuned. You can find us on Twitter at GITM Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at WitchXPudding. And you can find me at Nocturnal. Okay, bye!